Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Gadigal people. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer. It's Friday, March 24. In Squiz Kids Today, an emotional day in Canberra, the seeds of life in space, beach rescue bravery, and learning leadership from a horse. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. In an emotional address to the nation yesterday, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese revealed the final wording that will be used in the upcoming referendum on an Indigenous voice to Parliament. We've talked a fair bit about The Voice since the PM announced last May, after he was elected, that his government would work towards changing Australia's constitution in order to recognise our First Nations people and establish a voice to Parliament which basically is a way for Indigenous Australians to provide advice and expertise to the politicians making decisions about them. There are a few concepts here that we should probably go through. The Constitution is essentially Australia's rulebook. It sets up how our government works. But the only people who can change it are us, the Australian people. A majority of citizens in a majority of states have to approve any change to the Constitution. A referendum is how we decide whether to approve the change. It's basically an election, but the exact same question is being asked of every Australian. It was the wording of this question that was released yesterday. Here it is. A proposed law to alter the constitution to recognise the First Peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. Do you approve this proposed alteration? So why did this make our PM and the Indigenous people with him yesterday emotional? Well, because Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders have been asking for decades to be recognised and listened to. For them, just getting to the stage of finalising a referendum question is a historic step forward. I've put a link to the full press conference in your episode notes. You might need to pause and discuss every now and then with an adult, but it's an excellent primary source to explore. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Japan, where scientists have made an extraordinary discovery about how life may have started on Earth. The magic word here is asteroids. For a long time, scientists have wondered whether life could have started on Earth after meteors, which are broken off pieces of asteroids and comets, brought the components of life with them when they crashed on our planet's surface. Evidence of organic compounds has been found on meteorites, but it wasn't clear if those compounds came with the meteorite from space or had contaminated it once it landed. But Japan's space agency has made history by collecting the first ever samples from an asteroid that's still flying through space, then sealing the samples so they can't get contaminated and bringing them back to Earth for analysis. And they found 
organic compounds, including something called uracil, which is a component of RNA. What's RNA, you say? Well, it's a compound that is found in all living cells. It's nothing less than a building block of life. Not surprisingly, researchers now want to know how common it is for compounds like these to be floating around in space. Happily, NASA is delivering samples from another asteroid in September. I've put a link to the original research paper from Japan in your episode notes. Not because I expect you to understand every word, but because it's good media literacy practice to include your original sources. Animal Kingdom. Have you ever heard of a talking horse? Nay. See what I did there? We all know that horses can't talk, but they are excellent at communicating with their bodies. A flick of the head, a stamp of the foot, a twitch of the tail. And a Tasmanian businesswoman, Melissa Dunaim, is using horses to teach business people how to communicate better with humans. She's been so successful that she's won the 2023 Rural Women's Award for Tasmania. Melissa says it's all about learning the horse's body language versus expecting the horse to understand and adhere to yours. So why on earth is this important for business people? Well, herds of horses are a bit like teams of people. They want to feel safe and they want to have a strong, understanding leader, but every horse and every person is different. Leaders need to share their message in a way that suits the individual to help avoid confusion and build a great relationship. Now we could probably all learn a lesson from that. Squeeze Kids Salute. Two young women from New South Wales' North Coast have won National Bravery Awards for their quick thinking and heroic actions in saving the lives of two 11-year-old girls caught in a strong surf rip. Elise Partridge and Bella Broadley were having a picnic with friends at Angels Beach near Ballina when they heard screams. The two girls were struggling to keep their heads above water, the beach was not patrolled by lifeguards, and the adult who brought them couldn't swim. It was almost dark and the surf was extremely rough. Bella and Elise, aged just 17 and 18 at the time, jumped into action. Their minds worked quickly and they grabbed an esky lid to help them with flotation. Then they swam their hearts out to save the girls. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Building blocks of life have been found in a sample taken from what? You got it, an asteroid in space. Question number two. What kind of flotation device did two brave swimmers use in their beach rescue? That's right, a trusty esky lid. And question number three. What is the name of the kind of vote that changes our constitution? You are correct. It's a referendum. Shout outs. It's March 24, one day before the New South Wales state election. And you know what that means. 
democracy sausages. Get on down to your local primary school polling station if you live in New South Wales and check out the cake stall too. We'll update you on Monday about the result. I'm talking about the political result, of course, although if I eat something extra delicious, it could be considered newsworthy. It's also a Friday, and you know what that means. Lots of birthday shout-outs for today and the coming weekend. So let's get our reggae on. Hit it. It's a special day for these Squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Alex from Oak Park, Juno from Bar, Jack from Gilmore, Sophia from Ulverstone, Penny from Erskineville, Annabelle from Chatswood, Oscar from Canberra, Lucy from Druin, Patrick from Ballarat, Riley from North Clyde and Finley, an Australian expat listening in Canada. A belated shout-out goes to Maddie from Albion Park. And not forgetting all the Squiz kids, and there are a lot of you who are celebrating a birthday over the coming weekend. Massa from Manopara, Layla and Noah from Juni, Phoenix from Parabadoo, Ben from Barrack Point, Jasper from Holbrook, Sophie from Maylands, Hunter from Rathmines, Clementine from Wangaratta, Isaac from McDowell, Misha Dawn from Broken Hill, Haley from Wingara, Nell from Botany, Isla from North Manly, Leo from Ellamore Vale, Alexander from Borwin North, Tilly from Yarrawonga, Campbell from Perth and Daniel from Hawthorne. And a special classroom shout-out to Class 36M at Bradbury Public School in Campbelltown. And a happy birthday to Mrs Montgomery today. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you want a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again on Monday. In the meantime... Get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Hold up. 